Welcome to Sabrina Artel's Trailer Talk. I'll bring you all kinds of stories from all kinds of people. Whether it's a live public conversation and we're speaking from the kitchen table of my 1965 Beeline Travel Trailer, from the studios or on the streets, please sit back and enjoy the conversation right here this time every week. I'm Sabrina. This is Trailer Talk, and I am so happy to be speaking with Jonathan Charles Fox about his show that is going to be at Gallery 222 in Hurleyville, New York throughout May. It's a camera, not a magic wand. We're going to be talking about this exhibit of Jonathan's. Jonathan is a columnist for the award-winning River Reporter newspaper, which focuses on the Delaware River Valley region and Sullivan County, New York. And he's also a co-host on Thunder 102 Radio. And he's also joined by Dharma the Wonder Dog, who is his beautiful companion. (laughs) Hi, Dharma. There's so many things to talk to Jonathan about. I want to begin with his relationship to Sullivan County, New York. I view what he does, whether it's writing for the newspaper or being on the radio or this show, It's a Camera, Not a Magic Wand, is a kind of a love letter to Sullivan County. Well, your introduction uh, is, uh, uh, makes me sound like way more than I actually am. But I have lived a couple of lives, I think, uh, because I began my world in theater. I wanted to be a professional actor. That's I started when I was five years old performing, and I wound up after school being in New York City, and then I, I managed to make my way to Hollywood, where I uh, made a lot of, um, I did a lot of bit parts on uh, television shows and commercials. I did a lot of commercials. I wound up being on a show called Fame about the High School of Performing Arts, uh, playing a little Jewish nerdy oboe student B character. I was always the character, never the lead. And I never played over 18 in my whole life. And uh, I had spent my childhood growing up on the Susquehanna River and going to camp and and living at Seneca Lake during the summer times. I was a a very much a nature guy, always have been. And while I spent 30 years in Los Angeles, every time I had a free moment, I would come up and visit my friends here in Sullivan County. I realized I I, I was far more comfortable in the woods than I was in a city environment. A, A midlife crisis kind of thing. I think I had a midlife crisis because at the age of 50, I said, I'm going to pick up my entire life and put it in a truck and move to Sullivan County. And that's exactly what I did almost 20 years ago. Why did you head to Sullivan County? Uh, Because I'd been visiting here so often and everywhere I went and I was I was looking for culture and I found it and I was looking for nature. And of course, you find it everywhere. And I was looking to see if Sullivan County liked me at all. And everywhere I went, I encountered people I liked. I never had a negative experience in the 25 years of visiting and vacationing here in Sullivan County. And I just decided it was a really good fit. Then I had to figure out a way to earn a living. I wound up being approached by somebody up here connected to a newspaper, which no longer exists. It was uh, uh, called the Town Crier. Remember that? Incredible. Yes, an incredible local paper out of Livingston Manor, New York. The publisher of that had read something of mine about Sullivan County. I had been to a play at the Forest Road Playhouse here, and I went home to L.A., and I wrote about that experience, and it was my very first In My Humble Opinion, so it was 25 years ago. I wrote a review of a show at the Forest Road Playhouse, which I loved. I didn't love the show, 
but I loved the playhouse and she read it and she contacted me and said, I'd like to offer you a job coming, come here and write about that stuff here. And I said, I think you're crazy. And that's what I did. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the town crier went away and got absorbed into the Sullivan County Democrat, one of our wonderful community newspapers up here. Then the town crier was gone. And then I was working suddenly without warning uh, for the Sullivan County Democrat and those wonderful people. And at some point, uh, Daniel Gable, who was the managing publisher at the award-winning River Reporter, contacted me and said, we'd kind of like you to come over to our side of town. That's what I did 15 years ago. I've been with the River Reporter for 15 years doing what I do now, which is covering the world of arts and leisure here in Sullivan County. And I know you, I'm sure you want to ask me something, but I want to tell you that I discovered that working for a local paper about local things, especially arts and leisure and entertainment, my job is to uh, get people interested in where we live here in the Catskills, here in Sullivan County. I cover four counties for the paper. My job is to encourage people to go out and support the arts. And um, I feel very fortunate because that's what I get to do. Whether I like it or not, it doesn't matter. My column is called In My Humble Opinion. And there's a little irony in there. <laughs> irony being what the humble part or what <laughs> yeah i would say so every once in a while somebody will approach me and say you know you're not all that humble i'm like really i didn't get that part <laughs> and how would you describe this region to people who aren't from here who aren't living here or wow, perhaps that's... who are new here that's because loaded... you said some very important things you said in The 25 years you were visiting and vacationing here, you never had a bad experience. You were always welcomed. You you felt a part of it. Now you've been living here for many years and your job is to lift up what is happening in this region. So I'm just wondering how you would summarize that. I'm unsure. I can tell you that uh, just yesterday I had to go to my hometown for business reasons. I went to, took a drive to Binghamton, New York and the triple cities. And I, as soon as I got near it, I said, oh, this is so not for me. There's too many people. There are too many cars. There are too many houses. There's too much hubbub. I live in the country and I love where I live. There's a hashtag, love where you live. Living here that I was missing and didn't know was a very strong sense of community. And I can tell you very quickly, the first time I wrote a column for the River Reporter, I introduced myself in the paper and said, this is who I am. This is where I came from. This is what I do. And uh, but I really, even though my column is called my in my humble opinion, I'm more interested in yours, the reader's opinion. And I want to hear from you. And here's my email address. So if I see a play and I didn't love it, but you did, I want to know about it. And the very first week, I was walking down the street in Narrowsburg, New York, and somebody at the, inside a cafe knocked on the window, and I looked around, and they pointed at me, and I went in, and he said, I read your column, and I disagree with you. I said, how fantastic. Community, community, community. I never felt a connection like that living in Los Angeles, and I feel it very strongly here, and there's a lot of communities. I feel welcomed. I never felt like an outsider. And I adjusted very quickly, and I don't like leaving these environs at all. This is this is my home, and has that weird, uh, you know, magical draw 
because of 1969 and the, and the Woodstock Music Festival happening right here in Bethel, New York, where I live, that created something after the Boris Belt era. The, the Catskills has always drawn cyclically uh, a number of different people for a number of different reasons. And that's happening now. We're seeing a resurgence because apparently Brooklyn has discovered that the Catskills exists. <laughs> so a lot we have a lot of people who have moved into the region recently in the past couple of years because of the COVID situation. And, and we're embracing that as well. And uh, I wasn't a photographer when I moved here. Let's discuss that because you have a show of your photography Correct. Uh, com- coming up. It's a camera, not a magic wand in Hurleyville, New York at the 222 Gallery. So how did this begin for you, photography? And then also let's talk about this exhibit and the questions you're posing in it. Thank you. I took pictures. I was not a photographer before I moved here. It was when I first started working at that first paper, I'd go out and do a story and take pictures with my point and click. And the editor always said, well, the story is fine. The words are great, but the pictures are horrible. I said, well, I'm a writer. I'm not a photographer. I was in in L.A. If I went out to do a story, a photographer came with me and did their job. So they said, oh, that's they laughed. They laughed. They said, there's no, no, that's not happening here. You got to take pictures. (laughs) That's not in the budget here. (laughs) You better learn how. So I went to SUNY Sullivan and took a course in uh, a digital photography and got my first camera and started taking pictures and getting better at it for the newspaper. And then one day I was outside in beautiful Sullivan County taking a picture of a cow or a horse or a flower or a something. And I came home and I loaded it up onto my computer and I said, you know what? I think I love taking pictures of things. Mm. And that led to taking pictures of where I live I really, I mean, I take pictures for work. That's one thing. But in my spare time, it's all about the flora and fauna of Sullivan County. What led to this show was me taking a very blurry photograph and saying, I have to throw this out. And then I looked at it again and I said, you know, it almost looks like a painting. It's so blurry and weird looking. And that was in 2018. And then so I printed it on a, a piece of canvas and that gave birth to this show. It's a camera, not a magic wand. These are actual photographs that have a painterly look as described by the uh, gallery director, Eliane Hutchinson. She said, this is painterly photography. I said, oh, I love that term. And once I decided that was fun to print something on canvas and maybe it looked like a little bit like a painting, I decided to devote a couple of years to looking for images specifically to do that with. That being said, I photograph my world. I am now considered a professional photographer. I've won a couple of photography awards as the years have gone by. I'm a member of National Press Photographers Association. When I take a photograph, regardless of Canvas and regardless of this show, and I post it on social media and somebody says, oh my gosh, it makes me feel like I'm there or that's so beautiful or I want to come visit places you're taking pictures of, That's part of the love letter. I think through photography, I discovered such a great love of photography. I love journaling, photo journaling, life here in the Catskills. And I've done that. I have taken conservatively 500,000 photographs of Sullivan County in the last 15 years. That's quite an archive, 500,000 photographs. I would say conservatively, I have taken that. I take about 5,000 photos a month. As a general rule, that doesn't mean that everybody gets to see them all, (laughs) but that's how many I take. As a general rule, I evened it out. 
So what is the subject of this show then, this, this body show. of work? How did you, because you're describing a process over, well, you said start in 2018. Yes, it was a happy accident. It was a photograph I took down on Kanyanga Lake of some children playing on the dock. When I put it into my computer and looked at it, I said, oh, I'm just going to throw this one out. And then I said, wait, you know, no, maybe I should try this, this process. And I had it printed on canvas. And when it came, I said, oh my gosh, this, this, this looks like a freaking painting. It just looked like brushstrokes. I don't know, something about it spoke to me. Mm -hmm. And that made me decide to pursue that uh, as a project as a project. COVID kind of gave me that gift, really, because I spent two years at home. I, in my car, I could go out in my vehicle alone and not interact with people and take photographs of this beautiful region. And every once in a while, I'd look at one and say, oh, that could work for a canvas kind of photo painting. Is it a magic wand kind of thing? That's what gave birth to this. And thankfully, I'm so grateful the Hurleyville Performing Arts Center approached me and said, we love your work. And would you consider having an exhibit? And that was well over a year ago. And here we are today. So I spent two years deciding what would go into a show. This is all photos on canvas. Every one of them is designed to hopefully fool the eye a little bit and wonder for even a fraction of a second. Some of them you're going to wonder forever. I will tell you, I brought some samples to the gallery director the other day and I pulled one out and I put it on an easel. And she said, Jonathan, that's a painting. I said, yeah, it's not a painting. It's a photograph. And she said, oh, I can't, I can't wait. So one thing I'd like to get across to you, Sabrina, is that unlike any other photo exhibit I've ever done, none of these pieces are going to be hanging on walls. They're uh, supposed to look like paintings. And I have one in my home on an easel. And I said, I want to, I want to display these pieces on an easel. And I explained that to the gallery. And I've begged, borrowed, and stolen 25 easels, all different heights and shapes and sizes and colors. And I'm trying to create an experience for the person coming into the gallery. That I'm, it, it sounds quite toity and it is, but that's what I'm. You know, that's what I'm looking to do. Is when people walk in, I want them to feel like they're in a painter's gallery rather than at a photo exhibit. And as a result, everything's going to be presented on easels. I got a virtual aquarium to hang on the wall. We're moving in actual furniture where you can sit down and look at the art, talk with other people about it, talk with me about it. Feel like you're maybe almost in a museum gallery in one sense, I guess. I don't want it to just be an art show. I want people to leave and say, well, that was an experience. I love that. Thank you so much. It also makes me think of the two plus years during COVID when we weren't able to share experiences in person together. So to bring people together at the gallery in this kind of way, and even you describe this virtual aquarium on the wall, like you say, you're encouraging coming together to, to experience your work in, in a different kind of way. What are some images you can share with us that are in this body of work? You discussed the children on Kanyanga Lake, there's yes. the Calicoon Depot. Describe some of them for us in I, a way, I, a, kind of a, a kind of a tour of your show, but also of the region of Sullivan County. I'll do my best to be succinct about that. I, I want to make one thing perfectly clear. I have never once gotten into my truck with my dog and my camera and said, I'm going to go out and take pictures that I want to make look like paintings. I have never once done that. I go out and I take photographs every day of my life, whether I'm walking the dog or I'm working. 
And then when I get home and look at them, every once in a while, I see one that maybe could lend itself to that particular, very particular uh, look. And the Calicoon Train Depot piece is a perfect example. Uh, they, they invited me to have a look at it. It's going to be the new visitor center uh, in Calicoon. And so they invited me for a sneak peek at the look. Once, once it, the building had been purchased, it's an old train depot. I went in with my camera. I took some pictures. It's very antique looking. You know, there was a lot of vintage look to it uh, prior to the. And I think they're going to try to retain that as much as possible. And so when I came home and I looked at the picture, the light coming in through the window, hitting a barrel, I looked at it and said, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I'm talking about. So I made a great photograph but it made a better canvas mm -hmm. magic wand photograph. So I played with it a little bit. I blurred the light a little bit. I pushed the color a little bit. The more I did that through my through what could be considered a creative process, the more like a painting it looked until it's now one of the fa my favorite pieces I've ever done and is the going to be the central featured piece right in the center of the show when people walk into the gallery. But I have 25 pieces in the show. It's a big exhibit. And what are some of the other? I have a couple of personal favorites and they really range. Uh, I have a piece called Used Car Lot Guy, you know, those blow up things that wave their arms in the <laughs> yes. air. There was one at an event I went to and I took pictures of him and the, the sun came out with kind of a star filter effect on it. And when I looked at it, I decided to try it on canvas and I love it. It's a complete uh, diversion. I have one of uh, Kids in a Park that really reminded me just the look of it just kind of was evocative of George Surratt. And that's what gave birth to Sunday in the Park with Dharma. Uh, and Dharma is your dog. <laughs> Dharma is my little Havanese service dog. She's with me wherever I go. And uh, what I hear more often than anything else, and because I'm out in the world a lot, as you are, uh, I, I hear overhear people when I enter a venue. And what I most often hear is, oh, look, there's Dharma the Wonder Dog <laughs> and that guy. <laughs> and I just had new cards printed up specifically for this show. And the card says, it's Dharma the Wonder Dog and that guy. Oh, and that uh, guy. It's really all about Dharma the Wonder Dog. But uh, my work gives me the opportunity to travel far and wide throughout the four counties we do cover and be taking pictures of it all. And we live in a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful corner of the world. And Jonathan, what are the four counties? That we cover, Sullivan, uh, Sullivan, Pike, Ulster, and Wayne. We're called the River Reporter because we are right on, we're in Narrowsburg, New York, based on the Delaware River, and we cross both sides of the river. Sullivan, right. of course, being the largest, and the mo we have writers in Pennsylvania. I cross over into PA once in a while, but I mostly cover Sullivan County. And that's and also- just the other day, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, and that's also just so fascinating because how different each county is from the other and that we're that's two states that you're covering because that Delaware mm -hmm. River Valley corridor is on one side is New York and the other is Pennsylvania. Yeah, and again, I'm so fortunate because of my job, which uh, uh, thrusts me into all of these worlds. It amazes me that I'll go to Calico, New York and talk about something in Hurleyville and people say, well, I've never been to Hurleyville. I'm like, what are you talking about? Just get in your car and drive to Hurleyville. It's right there. Right. Uh, but I, I'm fortunate in that my job entails me, you know, just crisscrossing the county and um, experiencing so much. And there is when people, if anybody, and it does happen, people come up to me and say, there's nothing to do in Sullivan County. I say, well, clearly you don't read my column. 
and you don't look at the calendar and you're not looking around because there's plenty to do here, regardless of whether you want it to be swimming in the river or going to a play or hearing a concert at Bethel Wood Center for the Arts. I mean, come on, there's plenty to do. Or you can sit at home and listen to the birds sing. That's why hashtag love where you live. I'm speaking with Jonathan Charles Fox, who is a columnist for the River Reporter newspaper, also a co-host on Thunder 102, and has a show coming up. It's a camera, not a magic wand, at Gallery 222, which is part of the Hurleyville Performing Arts Center. And Jonathan, you're talking about this connection, and certainly because of your work, you are out there because of your in my humble opinion column, which as you've shared, covers arts and leisure and really so much more. And I'm just wondering if you can talk about this show and yourself as a chronicler of the region, whether it's through words, whether it's through your performance, whether it's through your photographs, you are sharing the chronicles of your life where you live, in Sullivan County and in this region. What is it that you're hoping to communicate? I don't know whether I've ever hoped to communicate. I've been, it's been suggested to me what I do communicate and it pleases me. The very first time somebody came up to me and said, you know, I read your column in the in the paper with my coffee yesterday and I felt like you were sitting at my kitchen table with me telling me all about the art show at the Narrowsburg Union. And now I'm going to go see it. I said, that is the best compliment I could ever receive. People suggest to me that I have a very particular voice. That's what they call it in writing. I'm a creative writer. I'm not, I'm not a news writer. I get to uh, write in my own personal voice and people hear it. When somebody, a total stranger approaches me and says, boy, you went to Narrowsburg and you saw the 4th of July parade and there were 80 kids there and waving flags. And I felt like I was there and your photographs make me feel like I was there. This makes me very, very happy that. So if I said, I hope to do something, that would be it. And apparently it does happen every once in a while. My hope, my wish is to express to people what life is like here, whether it's visually or uh, through writing, or as you said, I do do one-man shows where I go and talk to people and tell stories about my life. If it connects with somebody, uh, which apparently it does once in a while, that pleases me. Also, if you could take us out with an image from your show that somehow contains some sort of message or maybe just a memory or an image, just something that you want to I can although we're you know we're we're on the radio so uh you're asking me to paint a picture so to speak with words which is kind of what we're talking about so <laughs> i would say that somehow uh apropos i uh was in calicoon new york a couple of years ago having acupuncture and i was driving out of town and uh, at the old way station on the side of the road and you know what i'm talking about there's an old way station that used to weigh coal i think uh, that came in through the trains, whatever. It's an outdoor space, a little tiny, it looks like a front porch or something. And there were two people necking, oh, making out there. She had her back to me 
and uh, they had a little dog with them. And I, as I drove past, it just, it was a picture in my mind. So I stopped, I backed up, I unrolled my window, I got on my camera and I yelled out to the guy across the street and I said, I want to take your picture, is that okay? She never turned around. He kind of just leaned his head out and looked at me and he said, yeah, it's okay. I said, I got to tell you, I'm a professional photographer and I might want to use this photograph for something. Is it still okay? He said, yes. I said, I might even sell it and make money from it. Is that still okay? He said, yes. And I went click. And when I got home and looked at it, I said, I want, I want to, I want to make this, I want to make this look like a painting. And so I did what I've done for this show. And I blurred it out a little bit and I unfocused it a little bit and I pulled some of the color out of it a little bit and made it a little bit more sepia. The dog, the man smiling at me, acknowledging that I'm taking his picture, her not acknowledging me at all, really told a story. And I had it printed and when it came, when it came I pulled it out of the box and said, you can see I'm getting a little emotional thinking about it. I said, this works, this tells a story. And the piece is called The Kiss and it's in my show. And uh, uh, I'm very happy about that. And not a lot of people like to buy photographs in any way of other people. It generally means nothing to them, but this piece is called The Kiss. It's not called John and Mary making out. And uh, I hope it will, I hope it will evoke something in people. I, what I see is romance and love and where I live and all that stuff all rolled up together and it looks a little bit like a painting. So that's what it's all about. And you can see it in my show. Uh, I'm moving the show in Wednesday and Thursday of this week. I'm a nervous wreck. Yeah. Well, Jonathan, I want to thank you so much for speaking with me. Really a pleasure. And I look forward to more conversations with you. I would only say that I would apologize to your listening audience. I talk far too much. I kind of talk for a living and I, and I yammer on and on and on. So I probably uh, sound like I made a lot of gibberish, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I do need to give a very special shout out to the Hurleyville Performing Arts Center for inviting me to uh, do this. I've spent a couple of years putting it together and I'm looking forward to it. I hope to see you all there. Thank you so much, Jonathan. I've been speaking with Jonathan Charles Fox about his exhibit. It's a camera, not a magic wand that will be at Gallery 222 in Hurleyville, New York in May. Uh, It's part of the Hurleyville Performing Arts Center. And to find out more about Jonathan, to see some of these images we've been talking about, you can go to Instagram at Jonathan Charles Fox. And thank you so much again, Jonathan. Thank you. I had a good time. I will point out that the actual official opening reception is on Saturday the 7th, even though the gallery opens the day beforehand. The opening reception is Saturday the 7th of May from 2 to 6 p.m. I will be on hand with Dharma the Wonder Dog. I will be on hand for their closing reception on the 28th. They're having a birthday party for me. And then on Friday the 13th, Fisher and Keene will be performing from five to seven. And I will be there also at that time to talk with people who want to come in and see the show and talk to me about it. It sounds so great. I will see you at the opening. I'm looking forward to that more than anything else. (laughs) Thank you, Jonathan. Thanks. To find out more about Jonathan Charles Fox, you can do that on Instagram at Jonathan Charles Fox. And to find out more about his exhibit, it's a camera, not a magic wand. You can get more information at gallery222.org. From the kitchen table, out on the road, I'm Sabrina Artell.
Thanks for joining me for Sabrina Artel's Trailer Talk. The music for the show, Patti Smith, People Have the Power. Trailer Talk is produced by Sabrina Artel. For more information, please visit trailertalk.net. Special thanks to WJFF Radio Catskill and the numerous people who have donated their time, resources, and conversations to make Trailer Talk possible. Thank you all who joined me in these conversations. I'm Sabrina Artel. Safe travels.